When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome back and happy Friday. Look at Murray kicking us off right. Happy Friday, everyone, with the super sticker, uh, super chat. I never know what to call them, but we appreciate all of the love over here. And thank you, guys. I also saw at the very beginning where Julie's heart said, I've been a fan for the last couple years and never say anything until today. Love your content and how much you bring it to us. I'm trying to read it and look at the camera at the same time, guys. We're struggling today because we're going out of town. But Julie's heart, thank you so much. We have a very special guest. Kim from Bravo Breaking News. And guys, there is so much news to go over. And I know you guys right now are freaking out over the BravoCon tickets. I actually just went over all of the topics with Kim. Totally forgot to talk about the BravoCon tickets. So let's bring her up, smash that like button, show some love. And let's maybe start with BravoCon. Let's talk BravoCon. Happy Friday, everybody. Hey, Adam. How are you? I am good, but also like feeling the secondhand stress from everybody about the BravoCon tickets. I mean, it's wild. So we were downstairs and we had three computers open. And I'm also on with other content creators. I'm texting them, asking them like, okay, 12 o'clock, this is when everybody's going in for the tickets. And then boom, as everybody, as soon as 12 o'clock hit and everybody put add to cart, it says all tickets carded or whatever, right? Yep. It was crazy. Yeah. I was able to get one yesterday during pre-sale, but not everybody was as lucky. You know, it's like, if you are a millisecond too late, you know what I mean? It's like such a small amount of time that they just get, I mean, it's like Taylor Swift could never, this is the new Eras tour. It's kind of wild actually, if you think about it. And you know, Last year, when I ended up going, I was not going to BravoCon. I decided last minute because I got a call from Emily. Emily said, hey, I'm going. Let's, you know. And she's like, Adam, you should be there. And I'm like, okay. So we ended up actually um, contacting another one of the housewives. And Jason, my husband, 
ended up doing a booth. So that was a lot of fun. And we had the best time, which makes me now know you have to go to BravoCon. Like it's not up for debate. But last year, I waited till the very last minute. I think it was about maybe 20 days before BravoCon. And I bought it from a secondhand site or a third-party site that was just selling the tickets. I think it was somebody who was like, hey, I bought this ticket and unfortunately I can't go. I just want to make some of my money back. And I think I got a SVIP ticket for like 20% off. So there is hope, you guys. There is hope. And if you guys uh, didn't see on the website this year, which they didn't have last year, is a wait list. So um, a couple of my friends did join a wait list that they're supposed to, you put in all of your contact info and your credit card information, and they will supposedly you know, put you on a wait list and contact you if they get a ticket. So I'm not sure how that works, but I agree. I think there is still hope. There's you know several ways you guys can still get tickets if you weren't able to already. Okay, can I give you a conspiracy theory real quick by the way if you join the wait list i believe and i could be wrong i've been wrong before you guys i believe because jason said earlier i'm gonna put two tickets on the wait list and there's four of us but we only need one ticket so i said to him no don't put the two tickets on the wait list or i said yeah sure put the two tickets on the wait list he said if we end up getting them then we can sell one on a third party site and i said wait a minute can't you choose if you get off the wait list and he said i don't believe so i think however many tickets when once you put in your credit card information on the wait list it automatically charges you once the ticket is available so if you put two or three tickets i think it's charging you for that amount I think so too. If um if what I heard was correct, something like that. So um I don't know. It depends on, you know, whether it's worth it. Um but like I said, I think there is always an opportunity to resell them and pro- probably make more money than you paid for them at this point. Yeah, uh, so then maybe go on the wait list and just get a couple, grab a handful. Yeah. Are they as expensive as Taylor Swift's tour in the UK? People don't want to pay 600 euro pop. Love you guys. Happy Friday. And I mean, they can be technically they range anywhere from let's be real with the taxes and everything we're paying between 700 to 1400. And that's without the added bonuses, because there are the bonuses. If you guys want to go to the Mac daddy, like watch what happens live with all of the talent, there are those little bonuses, but you are paying for those tickets. You're not getting in there for free. on top of that, I was going to say something about the BravoCon tickets in the wait list. I totally forgot where my head was. Oh, I was going to say my conspiracy theory is, do you remember when Lisa Rinna launched Rinna Beauty and it was after Kylie Jenner sort of launched the site for the lip kit and it broke the website? Yes. And mm-hmm. Lisa Rinna put it up on Instagram and she's like, oh my God, thank you guys for all of the fan love. The site has crashed. This is so overwhelming. I'm wondering if this is a very strategic marketing tactic. You know, I'm right there with you. Um, I They haven't done a wait list in past years. So why do it now if there aren't more tickets to come out or more tickets to become available? So, you know, you're creating demand. You're creating hype. People are talking about it. People are, you know, texting their friends, talking about it on social media, how they're selling out so quick. And it makes you instinctively want to get one more. The, the fact that you can't get one. So I think that theory might have legs, Adam. <laughs> I think it does too. And on top of that, I saw where someone just said, um, 
hold on. It was right here in the chat, you guys. Oh, only packages are available. Vicky, crazy. There, I do believe I've had a few people slide into my DMs over here, but not in the weird, like, pervy way, just asking me, hey, Adam, do you think that there might be day passes available? And I absolutely think that there would be day passes available. There have been. I mean, every single BravoCon has had day passes, and I think that it would be silly of them to think that people can commit to the entire weekend. They know that sometimes it's not even just committing to the entire weekend. Sometimes people just have their favorites. Like maybe people only want to go to see the Vanderpump Rules cast, you know? Agreed. Yeah, I definitely think that single day tickets will come. And it's a good opportunity for people, like you said, who maybe don't want to go all three days, can't go all three days. So I definitely think those will become available probably in the coming weeks. I agree with that too. And then... um Nicole said, I am devastated to not get tickets. Where did you get tickets last year? Nicole, I believe it was Ticketmaster. Um, But just keep checking. Honestly, people, it's going to be within the next week. People are going to start selling them like crazy. I'm sure that there were a ton of people who bought a bunch, just like you said, to upsell. I wouldn't pay the upcharge for it. I would wait till last minute when people are stuck with their tickets. All of a sudden, something happens. Unfortunately, they're not allowed to leave work. And they're like, oh, shit, I spent $1,400, but I would take $800 because otherwise, I'm out $1,400. So I think it's really just worth waiting. But Exactly. Yes. And I know that the prices are high, guys, but I will say if you are a Bravo fan, it is worth it. I will say like I've been to two Bravo cons. They have both been some of the best times of my life. The experience is like something you've never, never experienced before. It's it's just crazy. So if you do get the chance to go, I would suggest going, getting a ticket and going. You will not regret it. It's also fun too. And I know we're going to get off of this, guys, and we're going to get into the Vanderpump Rules of it all because I know that's what everybody's waiting for. But I did want to say it is a lot of fun because I think I do truly believe that you feed off of others' energy and energy can be infectious, whether it's good or bad. And at BravoCon, there's so many people who are just so happy to be there and excited and screaming and just... They are watching the same shows you are. You have something in common with everybody you're walking around with. And I think it almost serves as like a little community in some weird way. It's not like going to Disneyland. You don't know people. You just know that you're all there for the rides. This is like, you can sit in line at the bathroom and be like, can you believe she can hit her in the face with a napkin? Oh, hell no. I would never have sat there. for. You know what I mean? Like you could just talk shit with everyone. Oh, yeah. No, Adam, I just got chills. It really is like a community. I do have to say, too, the first year that I went in 2019, it was the little BravoCon that could. It was not what it is today, but I went by myself. I did not know a single soul. This was even pre-Bravo breaking news. I had just started my Instagram account. I knew nobody, but I made so many friends. Everybody's there for the same reasons. And so even if you don't have somebody to go with, go, you'll have fun. You'll make like friends that will last a lifetime. Yes. All right. This is not an ad guys. We will move on. (laughs) (laughs) If we didn't convince you, that's all we have for you, but you get it by now. All right. So, shall we get into the Vanderpump Rules stuff at all? Because there is a lot. Yes, there is a lot. Okay, here we go. So, I don't even know where to begin, but I spoke with someone um, who, and I did a video on this this morning, I spoke with someone close to production and the cast, and I got word on Raquel. Did you see that video? Um, I don't think so. Fill me in. Okay, so... 
you know how we've been talking about Raquel doing the, or like kind of holding out for her contract and trying to get paid more, hoping to get paid more. Well, I spoke yes. to someone and they said, we're pretty sure she's not coming back. Like she's not coming back. They're still hopeful. They're trying. She's not binded by her contract because of the medical of it all with her, her going to a mental health facility. She can have a doctor say, this is not good. She's able to legally get out of any sort of contract. She's not binded in that way anymore at this point, after everything she's put herself through, which almost makes me think that this is kind of strategic in a way, but I would never want to say that, you know, you, you, of course you like weigh it, right? You, question everything but you can't help it this is reality tv so i spoke to someone and they said if she was going to come back adam her chance was and what producers were pushing for were for her was for her to come back to lake tahoe and film with everybody there because that was a common ground much like we saw tom sandoval in the photos with the rest of the cast where people are going crazy thinking that sheena is now turning her back on ariana this was the common ground Tom Sandoval was about, like, he was able to get back in there. She, they were the same, they did the same thing. You know what I mean? He was in the relationship too. He's sitting at the same table. She would have been able to do the exact same thing. She didn't take the common ground. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it it would have been a good opportunity for her to extend an olive branch and make amends with the group. Um, I do hope maybe she... I do want to see her back. I think that we need closure with her. And I think we kind of want an update on what her and Sandoval are are doing these days, if anything. You know, of course, we saw this iconic photo that is now breaking the internet of the hat. (laughs) I mean, crazy. And I have I also have questions about this photo because obviously there aren't just paparazzi like hanging out in Arizona. Like this was staged. She called this person to photograph her in this hat to create a story. That's that's my theory. Okay. Um but I feel like I kind of I I wish she would come back. I do you know, seeing how Tom Sandoval seemed to in the videos that we heard his voice in and the pictures that we saw, they seem to be kind of, you know, maybe not 100% back to normal, but definitely making amends and maybe getting back on the right track with him. And so it would have been a good opportunity for Raquel. Maybe she's holding out to come back and be in a more like comfortable space um, with, with the cast rather than maybe on a trip where she might be, you know, cornered or, you know, because we did see in Vegas last season, you know, they kind of all turned on her and made fun of her. So I don't know, maybe, maybe we'll see her return. Maybe it'll be in a one-on-one kind of situation with Ariana or Tom. I don't know. But if your source says she's not, then it's highly likely. I want to clarify this really quick. What the source said was, as of right now, she's not returning. There are no plans for her to return, but producers, Lisa, everybody is pushing for her to come back. So the cast is hopeful that she returns for the season ratings, I'm sure, for season 11. But as of right now, it's a no. Now, can that change? Absolutely. That's why I think it's like people need to remember, too, she might have a conversation tomorrow with her mom and her mom might be like, Raquel, you're not doing it. And she might look at her mom and be like, you know what? At this point, I'm so sick of people telling me what I'm, what I am, and what I'm not going to do. Get, I'm going. 
And she might call the producers and say, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do it. What's the contract? I'll sign it. And just like take a leap of faith. She could change her mind because if she changes her mind, even down to the finale, if she wanted to walk into the finale and not film the entire season and she said, hey, mic me up, they would 100% do it. I agree. And you know how, you know, I don't know what the status of her and Sandoval's relationship is. It kind of seems like they're not together anymore. But seeing as how manipulative he was with her last season and how he could kind of, you know, almost control her and tell her what to say and tell her what to do. If he comes off of this Lake Tahoe trip and is like, look, I'm able to make amends with these people. Maybe you might be, too. You know, who knows? He could even sway her to come back and make an appearance. I don't think I, re- I mean, honestly, I think that they'll eat her alive. I think yeah. that you would have to be in a very confident mental state, like a very healthy mental state. And I'm not saying that she is not in one. I personally feel like a pretty confident person. I feel like I can hold my own and I would not want to put myself in that situation. And I didn't cheat with anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to sit down there knowing hey, everybody, once we cue the green light and the cameras go on, you're all getting paid. So it's time to eat. And we're not talking about the food. Go. You know, like I would get anxiety. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely don't think it would be good for her mental state. Um, but like you said, it would be good for ratings. And I don't know, I think that the group, you know, Tom, Sheena, Ariana has a lot to discuss with her. So I don't know. I think maybe as as viewers and as fans, we are kind of owed this a little, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I do want her to, you know, do it, do what's best for her mental health at the end of the day. I don't want her to, you know, make choices that might send her down a bad path again. Right. I agree with that. Okay. Well, next, everybody wants to talk about Graham. Now, the whole story with Graham. Bravo Snarkside on Instagram posted this, which obviously came out from Entertainment Tonight, right? Raquel's mom made a statement. Did you see this yet? I did. So for those of you who didn't, of course she did. She's on it, guys. This is why I always say at the end of the videos, you have to go follow and listen. Rachel Levis. I love that we are actually calling her Rachel now. We are, we're committed. Rachel Levis's mom shows bite mark, explains how Graham ended up with James Kennedy. He bit me to the bone. Rachel put Graham into behavior classes after breaking up with James because he had bitten several people. When Rachel went into the mental health facility, she asked us to care for Graham as we have many times before. While caring for him, he bit me to the bone causing severe damage. I saw two doctors for the wound that suggested he be euthanized, which we absolutely declined and sought out the best rehabilitation center, California Doodle Rescue. That gave him a trainer with over 40 years of experience. After discussing with Rachel, we made the tough decision to drive Graham on May 20th to a California doodle rescue so that he wasn't alone and delivered him directly to the trainer's home with a tearful goodbye. While with the uh, trainer, Graham bit both her and her husband. They still worked with him more to get him to a place where he could be adopted. He was placed with a new owner and was returned within three days after also biting her. And the rescue then reached out to Lisa Vanderpump for financial assistance to hire a different trainer. Lisa offered to adopt Graham, and he was picked up by Vanderpump Dogs Rescue on July 13th. California Doodle Rescue was told that Vanderpump Dogs would either rehabilitate him and place him in a good home, or he could live on her property until his dying day. My daughter nor I never dumped Graham and want nothing but the best for him. Oof. 
Well, she just clarified. So you know what I love? You know what I love? I love. Tell me what you love. I just, I want to tell you. I love when we get a good statement and somebody can just give us an answer as opposed to us running like a muck on social media and being like, it's a blind item. Is it true? Did a stork drop Graham off? Did Allie break into <laughs> Rachel's mental health facility and steal him? Like, where the hell did Graham come from? So I like a good statement. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I do too. Um, I have some thoughts just as like a dog lover. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the dog definitely feeds off the energy of its owner and its surroundings. Now, I'm not I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying, you know, Raquel was in a bad mental state. She was stressed. She was going through a lot. She was going through a bad time. And maybe Graham could kind of sense that, you know, dogs are smart. They have these senses, they can feel things. So maybe he was acting out. Um, I don't know. This is the first time like Raquel and James had Graham for years together. And we never heard anything about a biting or aggression or anything like that. Um, Even we saw Raquel on the show after her and James broke up, nothing was said. I think we heard that he like escaped one time and she had to take him to doggy daycare, et cetera, et cetera. We never heard anything about this until now. So I don't know. I mean, it sounds like they did kind of did all they could. Um, but at the end of the day, don't you think that like James maybe should have been like one of the first calls rather than like taking him to a shelter, a random doodle rescue? Yes, I would think so. But I also think probably his parents or her parents have seen many sides of James where I mean, I don't think that they would reach out to him if he was like the last resort for anything. I think, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, even though, yes, you would do that because I would way rather have the dog go to a home than a rescue. I'd be like, oh, the way that you treated my daughter on the reunion, because they're going to have their daughters back. So they're probably looking at him like, you're an asshole. Right. Right. And I want, but I want to know also, like, how did Vanderpump dogs get wind of this? It's not like they had like an alert on Graham. And if, you know, he was, you know, uh, like put somewhere in a shelter and adoption that they would get like, oh, Graham's available. We're going to go get him. Like, it seems like, you know, how did that all play out? Because that kind of seems a little calculated. Well, they said, and I, it's an interesting story too, like how she presented it in the statement saying that one of the trainers randomly reached out to Vanderpump dogs for financial assistance and helping and find a new trainer. But like, that is such a random reach out when you're dropping the dog off in Arizona and that, right. However the hell fans are going to dissect this. And it sounds like it just sounds like a too good to be true storyline with the way that it panned out. But at the end of the day, as two dog lovers here, guys, I don't care. I'm happy that Graham has a place to live. I am too. And I'm glad it's just proof that James is once again, the number one dog or the number one guy in the group. And Graham is also the number one dog in the group. But I mean, you know, he's really making an effort. He took him in. He's giving him training. He's really, really trying to kind of help him. So, oh, chipped. Oh, yeah. Okay, Jason. All right. So before we move on, guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about this. Cece Loves You posted on Instagram a few things. Now, on this trip, Sheena was seen in a photo and she went on her Instagram stories. I just want to play the video for those of you who have not seen it. And also people were wondering, where was Ariana and Katie? Where were they? Why were they not in Lake Tahoe? 
We're going to play you two videos really quick, and then we're going to move on from Vanderpump Rules. Here we go. So go on a Instagram story rant or not. Don't ask me. You know I love a good Instagram story rant, especially just, in the bed. I don't know why I feel the need to defend taking a photo with my hand like this in the back of someone. People are so stupid. It like still blows my mind that people like don't realize we're filming a show. And it was that girl's birthday. Like, what are we going to be like, Adele? Absolutely not. Like, no, happy birthday. Let's take a fucking picture. It's called adulting. We're in a group. We're all here. We hopped in a photo. You know what? I happen to be standing where I was standing. It's called the Underpunk Rules. Have you guys watched it before? Take photos of strangers every fucking day. Okay. So Sheena's saying, piss off. And that's not the case. But for those of you guys who are wondering where Ariana and Kitty so were. we're back at it. Filming season 11, Vanderpump Rules. Uh, today's episode is hiring new staff. So we're doing staff interviews, which should be super exciting. And I'm here in a um, restaurant, can't name it where, but um, waiting for the girls to show up so we can um, interview staff. Yeah, fun. Season 11, ready. Buckle up, bitches. Okay. <sighs> I I want to talk about Sheena. <laughs> okay, let's because start with Sheena. so she, you know, that video is multifaceted. I first want to point out that she made a fist. She made a fist with the nails in the video, replicating what she did behind Tom's back. So that's the first thing I want to point. I out. I don't think that does that count as a fist. It's like this. You know, what kind I of would fist say, is this? I don't know. I, I'm going to call it a fist. It might be a loose fist, but it might be a fist. I feel um, like this is like a, oh, hey, not like a, like, this is like a fist. And this one's like yeah, a. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey. All right. Okay. okay. I see where you're coming from, but she made, you know, the shape that looked like a fist. Um, second of all, okay. People are saying that's not a fist. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> second it's okay. Of all, we're all guys. This is all cotton candy. Go ahead. She's saying, you know, she did it for a fan. You know, she said, she also said in another Instagram post that she's like doing this for Lisa. You know, they were all there to support Lisa's restaurant. You know, they were there as a group. A fan came up to them. She took a photo. That's just what you do in the photo. You put your arm behind her back. And I don't know, I'm kind of on Sheena's side with this one. She was posing for a picture and a picture, you know, is a millisecond of time in the scheme of what went on that weekend. So maybe let's not jump to conclusions and assume that she's like making amends with Sandoval when all we saw was really like a photo that she was posing with a fan. I don't know. What do you think, Adam? I think it was an accumulation of things. And I find it really funny that everyone is going after Sheena specifically, like when there's the entire cast standing with Tom Sandoval, it's not just Sheena. She just happens to be right next to him. So I'm like, wait a minute. This is such a freaking reach. Really, it is. And I don't know if you saw, but Sheena's mom put out a statement. I didn't see that. What Sheena's mom have to say? Oh, my gosh. Let me see if I can find it. Because she put out. Here it is. 
I just want to remind everyone that the cast of Vanderpump Rules is filming their show while in Tahoe. If you're not sure how reality TV works regarding call times and how you're not really given a choice of who you're filming with, maybe don't judge off of a pick, which is kind of what you just said. The amount of crap I'm seeing and being sent is ridiculous. How about everyone wait till the show airs and get the full backstories and context of what's happening? And let's remember, we all get up and go to work each day, and this is their job. Please enough with the assuming and judgments. XO, Mama Bear, Erica. Yeah, I mean, I I know that people like don't want to be around Tom. I wouldn't want to be around him either. But, you know, it's kind of part of the show. It's what they signed up for. They knew going into this that they were going to have to film with Tom Sandoval. I don't think this was a surprise that he showed up or anything like that. So. I just think we need to kind of wait and see. I have a feeling that these people aren't just going to like let him get off easy. You know, I think that seeing as how last season ended, you know, this isn't just going to be an overnight thing. Like they are going to, I think, definitely make Sandoval work really, really hard if he's ever going to get back to even remotely near the place he was with them before. I agree with that. I mean, but I feel like it will get back to that place. I feel like it's a matter of time. Like, they, I think that they'll get there in some weird way. Like, they won't trust each other, but they're like, the whole general consensus amongst the group is like, hey, guys, I got to pay my bills too. I got to pay my bills too. So while we hate you, we'll film with you. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. Well, all right, guys. So moving on from Vanderpump Rules, we're going to head over to Beverly Hills. Now, Andy Cohen... And I know that a lot of you guys saw this. Andy Cohen obviously was at the Roni season 14 premiere. When he was, he asked just a funny question um, to Brent saying, who do you think the hottest house husband is? Did you see this? I did see this. Okay. Can you fill us in? What did Bryn say? So, um, well, Bryn said Mauricio and... Andy kind of responded quickly and was like, well, he's available. He's available. So we ended up going on and asking on a poll because we do polls all of the time, right? So we were like, okay, let's kind of just ask and see what people, you know, think about this. In this poll, we put Andy Cohen told Bryn that Mauricio is available after having had a private conversation with Kyle. Do you think Andy slipped up and said that? Or do you think he was just being cheeky? Comment below. And Andy commented. And he said, I was being absolutely flip and cheeky, not serious on any level. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, that's a retraction if if I've ever seen one. I think he's trying to cover his tracks. I think it was maybe a slip up, you know, because it was in the midst, you know, when that Roni premiere happened, we were still in the midst of all the Kyle and Mauricio stuff. It was fresh in our minds. So I don't know. I think it just kind of slipped up. I don't know. Do you think that there was an undertone to that? Like, uh, I, I don't know. Do you think it was just like a casual slip up? Well, the way that I looked at it was when he said it, it didn't have the delivery of like, there's a punchline to it, like a, ha uh-huh. It did come off like a slip up. But I don't know Andy Cohen personally, so I'm not going to sit here and say this. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and challenge him, but as a fan watching it and after him going on Radio Andy and saying, 
after this news broke and they put out their statements, Kyle and I had a very private conversation and I'm not going to share that conversation with everyone, but we did have a private conversation and then boom, cue us at the rainbow room, cue the Roni premiere. And then the Mauricio, yeah, he's available. And just like, kind of like with conviction too, not like a, yeah, I heard he's available. <laughs> it was more like, yeah, he's available. And that's why I think fans were like, did you just slip up? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like, and then we get Erica Jane saying, oh no, they're not splitting up, you know, all of this stuff. And then Garcelle, you know, a lot of people are saying like different things, you know, Garcelle was saying they've had suspicions for a while, her and Sutton. So we are getting a little bit of different stories from everybody. And I know that Andy and Kyle, I think are pretty close. Um, and, you know, Kyle was probably like, Andy, like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I'm sure she texted him right away as soon as she saw that. And I'm sure he feels bad, you know, whether it was a slip up or not for, for saying that. And so I'm glad he clarified, you know, again, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I don't, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of agree with you that what didn't seem like it was a joke. <laughs> See, that's kind of how I was feeling is like, it didn't read. It didn't land as a joke. That's all. Yeah. But on top of that, guys, that is not the only drama when it comes to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because Miss Erica Girardi, you know about this, right? The earrings. The earrings. Okay, we have to talk about the earrings because are you familiar with Ronald Richards? I am slightly. You know, the um, Bravo's official attorney at law on Instagram or on Twitter, it seems like. Yes. <laughs> You're funny. So... <laughs> Ronald Richards used to come on and he would commentate on stuff and he obviously was a part of the case in some capacity and now he is sharing his thoughts on the whole Erica Girardi of it all let me start where he started hold on right here this just dropped from page six, clearing up the misleading narratives published yesterday regarding Erica's former diamond earrings. I'm at a loss why Erica and her cohorts are making the claim now, 10 weeks after the appeal decision. This does not mean Erica automatically gets the earrings back or won the appeal. Her reposting of these claims is creating a false record and it's destructive towards the buyer of the earrings, which is him and his wife. There are consequences for impugning the title of the earrings that were lawfully purchased by the buyer. Our office is still processing the basis and consequences of the above false post, which said Erica Jane is entitled to keep her earrings. Not only is this untrue, but ignores the procedural posture of the case slash ruling. Stay tuned. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, boy. It I seems mean, like this... somebody's... It seems like he's a little... Ronald Richards, your tweet, your tweets are reading like you're a little annoyed. Is that fair? Oh, I think that's definitely <laughs> fair. I mean, this earring saga, like who knew out of everything that happened with Erica and Tom and everything that this story, these earrings would be the like main story of, of that came out of all of this. Like, why are we still talking about the earrings? I think Erica just needs to let the earrings go. 
you know, as Sutton says, let the mouse go, let the earrings go. Let's just like be done with this. If Ronald Richards bought the earrings and wants to keep the earrings, give him the earrings. It's still a bad look if Erica, I know she tried to appeal and is get maybe getting the earrings back. Just let him go. It, it's for the best. Just let the earrings go. Yeah. I say just let the earrings go. Well, I mean, and at this point too, even for him, like I feel like for Ronald Richards, and who am I? I don't know Ronald Richards like that or his wife. His wife went on and she made a post as well. And she said, for all, pretty much this is not verbatim, but she said, for those of you who think that I have to give back the earrings, I do not. And I don't have to pay any money back to anyone, pretty much saying, those are my earrings. And then I think Ronald Richards said at one point, last time I checked, which was about five minutes ago, the earrings were on the purchaser's ears, meaning they were on his wife's ears. She's saying, I'm not giving them back. To also be fair, I don't think Erica would want the earrings back anyway. She'd probably be like, keep the earrings, give me the cash. Now that they've been in your ears, I don't want them. I know. Why would anybody want these earrings at this point? I mean, they are... (laughs) They have such bad energy. They came from a very bad place, probably with illegal money. I mean, can we just like, I don't know, get rid of them? Like somehow, like just not keep them like in, in yeah, this the universe are at bad all. Juju. Yeah, they're bad juju. Like, let's just let them go. Like, I don't know why anybody would even want to wear the earrings or sport the earrings or brag that they have the earrings, to be perfectly honest. I just wouldn't want anything to do with it. You know what I think this is, is I think that. (laughs) I think that sometimes certain careers, sometimes the people who are in them, um, it comes with a little bit of an ego. Sometimes I think being an attorney, sometimes attorneys have egos, just like reality TV stars. There's an ego involved. Um, And I think that this was sort of a trophy. The idea I have these earrings. I think fans look at this like he felt like he had a trophy. Look, after all of this back and forth on Twitter, I have the earrings. Here it is. This is my shiny trophy. But then I think when the reports came out and he saw that there were false reports, almost misleading people into believing that she was going to be getting the earrings back. I think for him, that was like a no, no, no. I still have the trophy. And he wants to let everyone know this is not true. I still have the earrings. You guys are putting out false report. It's like kind of like a, it's like a feud that you really don't understand. Almost like Melissa and Teresa, like it's Erica. And I I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I just, you know, I think we need to move on from the earrings. This is like the only thing, like it, it seems like it has been so quiet uh, regarding Erica and any other allegations, you know, with Tom, like it's been focused on Tom. Really, I feel like, I don't know if the cases have been dismissed on her part, but we really haven't heard, you know, nothing new has come to light. I think it's kind of safe to say that she was maybe innocent in this all, in my opinion. Um, Let's just, I, I don't know why the earrings are still like in, in the, in the Bravo universe. Like, let's just move on. Yeah. Well, what were your thoughts about her meeting up with the victims? You know, I thought that that was a good look for Erica. I know okay. not a people, not a lot of people like Erica, but I think that she's, you know, at the beginning, she didn't really want to, or couldn't 
talk about the victims. I think there were some legal reasons why. And she said that. But the fact that she is standing there with the victims, talking to them, taking time out of her day to do that. Like, yes, I think they were filming. It was for the cameras. But I think I think that this was a good move on her part. I think it's showing that she cares. I think it's kind of making up for all of the shitty things she said last season's or season or couldn't say, um, you know, at that point. So I thought this was a good look. What did you think? See, I like to hope. Well, let me hit this first really quick. Dear Dana, thank you. So tired of Erica. It would be a great thing to cash them in and donate the money to victims, period, in my humble opinion. Dear Dana, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And also, I hope you liked um, the video part of Pops and Pops Tribute's video. Uh, tribute video. I agree with Dana. I yeah, agree with I, Dana. I agree with Dana as well. I, I think that I always want to give someone the benefit of the doubt. I think I was probably particularly hard on Erica when covering the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills the last two seasons because of the way that she presented herself. And I felt like it was really hard to argue that a lot of that was editing, how some housewives do. Like, I was edited to be this way. Well, you can't be edited to say, I don't give a fuck about anybody but myself, you know, or but me. Whatever she said, like, that's not editing, that's you. So I think that I had really strong opinions against her for those reasons, especially after seeing the Hulu documentary and seeing how these people were affected because I really truly felt, even if you didn't know, you know now, so why are you not saying anything? And I got, even because I've had Emily D. Baker on so many times to talk about the Girardi cases, I understand that she might be advised not to say things because of legal, but I still never understood why would your attorney not put out a statement saying, hey, listen, as of right now, please just understand that we are trying to work through this. We are trying to understand what is going on. When Erica can speak on this, then we will, she will speak on it. As of right now, unfortunately, we can't. You know what I mean? Like put something out that makes you look better, not a photo of art of you pinned to a cross that says Balenciaga with earrings that say widows and orphans. Like, I think that so many things that she did, especially on social media, were just cringe. And that's why fans are like, you, this looks like a publicity stunt. We don't buy this. This is three years too late. I think a lot of people are very passionate about that, but I do want to lean into it from your perspective because why not give the benefit of the doubt and try to, she has a celebrity. She can obviously use that celebrity to do something so if she wants to do that, I encourage that. Yeah, no, I get it. She has not presented herself well um, throughout this situation. And I agree. I, I think I've been hard on her too. I mean, it's she didn't make it easy to stand up for her at all the past couple of years since this all came out. It's just been kind of a disaster. But I really hope that she's, you know, using this season to kind of forge a new path. I think she deserves to move on from this and move on from Tom. I like to give my housewives the benefit of the doubt. I know that they have rough seasons and go through a lot of terrible things. And I don't know, I like to think maybe she didn't know how to handle it. Maybe she was trying to, you know, I don't, I, I can't excuse those social posts, honestly. There's nothing I can say about that. But maybe she just didn't really know the right way to handle it and was again, lashing out. And I don't know, maybe she's kind of, you know, now realizing, okay, th these are the steps that I need to take to really like 
get back in everybody's good graces. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Oof. Okay. All right, guys. We're going to move on from this because there is more and more questions. Josie, thank you both for putting on a great show as always. Thank you, Josie. We appreciate you. Thank you, Josie. I wanted to bring up another situation, which would be this whole Bethany slash Jill Zarin saga, because there was a lot that was said. Now, I'll play just a a small brief clip, because I'm sure a lot of us have heard this by now. But just to update you guys, give you like a brief backing on this. Bethany and Jill finally came together after over a decade. And when they did, they did a podcast together, only to find out, at least in their minds, they were pitted against each other by Bravo. Bravo. Let me play the clip. Over. Now, I did see cameras. I, right. There was TMZ. I mean, I had no, I, no, I didn't know who the cameras were. Oh, I came over. Now, I did see cameras. I, right. There was TMZ. I mean, okay. So, in the rest of the clip, if you guys decide to go listen to the podcast episode, Bethany ends up realizing that she was told one thing and Jill Zarin was told another. So in finding that out, she was pretty much slamming the network as disgusting for having her mic up and go to a funeral that she claims Andy Cohen encouraged her to go to. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this was not a good look for Bravo if Jill is saying that she had no idea that they were going to be there. I mean, this is, you know, a very, very tough situation. And I almost feel like if they would have asked, like Jill might have even said yes, but they didn't even tell her they were going to be there. Um, I do think it's good that the other housewives showed up and, you know, it's an iconic moment to see, you know, all of them be there and kind of rally around Jill during this time. Cause we all loved Bobby. Of course, I'm sure they all did too, but yeah, that's, um, that's a little, that's a little sketchy. You know, Beth- Bethany is mentioning it all. They're mentioning it all. I mean, and for them to continue on down the line and like Jill to say, like, I thought the cameras were TMZ only to see a couple months later when they were promoting the new season of Roni, she saw in the trailer where Bethany was going to the funeral and she's like, what the fuck is this? I didn't even know that this, I didn't even know you guys were there. And she was flipping out in her mind. And then they were convinced apparently that there were backdoor conversations amongst Bravo saying, well, we're just going to send you there with the cameras and hope that she does not sue us. Like, I could understand if this is actually true, I can understand why Bethany would be like, excuse me? Right. It is kind of a shitty thing. Yeah, but like, why wait till now? It's also kind of weird. Like, why wait till now to talk about it? Like, this happened so long ago. If, you know, is it kind of, they just, like, why, why are they just now talking about it? That podcast was very suspicious timing that they filmed it or recorded it the night of the reboot. I mean, okay, I love slash loved Bethany. She was an all-star housewife for me. I I love her so much, but it's giving a little thirsty. I mean, 
She's trying to stay relevant. She's trying to stay in the Real Housewives zeitgeist. I do like that her and Jill came together, but releasing this, talking about this, making headlines amidst the new reboot premiere is very calculated, it seems like to me. It does seem like it's very calculated. It seems like the most opportune time. And Bravo might be looking at it two ways. One, Bethany's podcast is this episode is trending and like everyone's talking about it and it's affiliated with Roni and we just did the reboot. So, hey, thank you. Or what are you doing, Bethany? Why would you decide to launch that on the same day that we are doing the reboot? Clearly, you know what you're doing. So they could be looking at her either way. I don't think it really affects anything, but I do agree this seems calculated. And why now after all of this time? To me, it's like, this is definitely old news. But yeah, agreed. Agreed. You know what's not old news? Tell me. Nini leaks. <sighs> okay. Oh, Nini. Nini will never be old news, in my she opinion. Will, she will never be old news. But I don't know if you saw this. Her son, Bryson. Okay. He was arrested for possession of fentanyl. And then he ended up giving the wrong name to the police. He gave his brother's name. He also gave the wrong address. This is obviously a big deal because possession of fentanyl, one, that's huge. And then two, lying about your name and your address to the authorities is you can't do that, obviously. And then out of all names, you're choosing your brother's name? Like out of all people, I was I was shocked. I was actually talking to a friend earlier because I was talking about the stories that we we're going to be doing. And she said, oh my God, one time when I was in college, my sister got arrested and she used my name. And I'm like, that, people don't just do that, right? And then now no. fans are slamming Nini because she was just seen on a shopping trip where she bought a new Versace purse and people are like, really, Nini? Your son was arrested for possession of fentanyl and you're shopping? I'm like, hell yeah, she is. She's not the one who was arrested. Why is she not allowed to shop? Yeah, no, I mean, her son is how old? Is he like uh, uh, like over 18 by now? Uh, yes. Yeah, sure, so yeah, so I think that <sighs> Nini, you know, I'm not a mother. I don't know. But like, yes, if your kid is in trouble, that's going to definitely take a toll on you. And maybe she just needed some retail therapy. I don't know. You know, like she's going through a tough time. Everything that she, uh, you know, had to go through with Greg a few years ago and now her son, like, I don't know, just let her deal with this. I'm sure there are things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. This is really, really, really not good. This is not a good look for Nini's son. But at the end of the day, Nini's not responsible. Nini is not, does not need to be blamed for her son's actions at this point. Well, and he's 32, by the way. Um, I don't care how old he is. Shopping when your son is in trouble is gross. I just want to say this really quick because I have to give Nini the benefit of the doubt. You don't know if Nini didn't go up to the courthouse and say, or the jail. I don't know how this works. I haven't been there. Thankfully, knock on wood. But you don't know if she didn't go in and say, hey, how much is it to bail my son out? What does this look like? What steps do we need to do to get him the help that he needs? What is the process and maybe even initiated said process? And then at that point, all you can do is sit back and wait. So if she's in that waiting period and she decides to go shopping, guys, get a hobby. 
This well, not you guys get a hobby, but I'm saying like the people on Twitter, it's like you got to get a hobby. The woman is shopping. Well, do we even know for sure that this photo was taken like at the time it was taken? Because we all learned that page six, you know, released it, a fo- released a photo of Kyle and Morgan that was months old, pretending like it was taken that day or the day before. Like, I don't know. There's, I have lost trust in some of these media outlets. You don't really know what's true and what's not. You know, if a story or celebrity is relevant, they might drudge up old shit, old photos to talk about it. So I don't know. I'm just saying could be the case, could be the case. Mm -hmm. Jenny said 32. I say (laughs) shop away. (laughs) I agree. All right. Before we end off, guys, I wanted to talk about this one last thing because... Well, I'm going to keep it very brief. Tamara decided to issue a warning to Jennifer Padranti. Now, we know Jennifer went on Watch What Happens Live, and we know that she said Tamara is very different on camera than she is off camera. She turned, like, kind of saying she hams it up for the camera. She turns it up, which I feel like most reality TV people turn it up for the cameras, anyways. But after Jennifer put this out there on Watch What Happens Live, Tamara just gave her kind of a warning saying, hey, listen, she said, one, you are the community penis. And two, Snapchat does not have a send to all button. Also, I've heard that she was talking shit. It's not smart. And I know too much. And then finally, I didn't give you lemons. I gave you the truth. But wait, there's more hashtag text messages. Meaning, hey, community D of the OC, Tamara's coming for you. Oof. Yeah, it's the Ed Hardy community penis that did it for me. Like, (laughs) honestly, kind of iconic. I don't know. But I... You know, Tamara brought Jen onto the show as a friend, and then it seems like immediately turned on her and kind of had this, you know, to use a term we all know very well, arsenal of receipts of, you know, shit that she's going to bring up about her. It's kind of like she had this plan all along. I've said it in um, my OC recaps, like, again, not to use the term again, but calculated. Like, yeah. I think that I agree with Jen and I agree with you too. People are different on camera than they are off. But I think Tamara, this may be a little bit of a two-faced situation. You know, you're my friend. I'm going to bring you on. You know, they used to have their own little Trace Amigas, Tamara, Jen, and, and one other girl in OC. And then, you know, that kind of fell out. She's on the show now. And Tamara is just really just blasting everything about her and her her boyfriend not that her boyfriend is innocent in any way because honestly i think a lot of the things that they say about him are probably true but tamra is you know not taking it lightly with jen and she's also not the one i would tread lightly i feel like she has nothing to lose folks yeah to lose no definitely not um i don't know but if you had to pick a side do do you have i I would pick I would pick Tamara's side over Ryan's side. And I would honestly, in oh. this matter, probably pick Jennifer's side over Tamara's side because I feel like Jennifer came in like Bambi-eyed. Like, hi, I'm so excited to meet you, ladies. And Tamara was like, 
He's cheating on your ass. She cheated on her husband. He is the community D of the OC in here. You're hungry. You're not eating sushi today. You're eating a napkin. Take that. Like, if I, I mean, it's hard to be on Tamara's side right now. Yeah, no, it definitely is. I am, uh, this is bringing, it, it's bringing OC to a new level for me though. I'm kind of living for this feud. I'm very in- invested. I can't wait to see how it plays out. So I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm here for the drama. We shall see. All right, guys. Well, we've been in here for about 55 minutes and we are about to head out on the road. So before we go, if you guys don't know, Kim, will you let them know where they can find of course. Um, yes, you can find me at Bravo Breaking News on Instagram. Um, you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. We do weekly recaps of all of the shows um, and, you know, breaking news updates. And if you guys are going to BravoCon, please DM me, message me. I would love to see you and meet you there. And I'm so excited to see and meet Adam in person there, too. Hey, we'll have the best time. And as it's always, it's going to be amazing. Oh my gosh, it's going to be the best. It seriously is. I can't wait. We're going to have all of the content. And seriously, thank you. Thank you, as always, for joining me because these are the best conversations. And I love hot, messy topics. I love hot, messy topics. Enjoy your well deserved vacation, Adam. Oh, I don't know about a vacation, girl, but we'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Kim. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you to the live chat. Thank you to everyone who engaged. Smash that like button, show some love, and we'll keep you posted, especially for the members only and the members only community tab as to what we're bringing next. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.